When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, big move brewing for the king crypto. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. Also breaking news, BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, officially adds Bitcoin to its list of assets for its global allocation fund. Let's break and go. Also in today's show, SEC files objection to Binance US's plans to acquire Voyager Digital. That's right. The SEC wants to see more info included in the billion-dollar deal between Binance US Arm and Voyager Digital before it agrees to the acquisition. Also in today's show, U.S. authorities are seizing $460 million in Robinhood shares tied to FTX, according to this latest report. That's right. The officials reportedly told a bankruptcy judge that in the process of seizing 56 million shares of Robinhood tied to FTX and its former CEO, Scam Bankman Freed. Also in today's show, Coinbase agrees to a $100 million settlement with the New York regulator. That's right. Regulators reported that the crypto exchange had a backlog of 100,000 alerts about potentially suspicious customer transactions. Also in today's show, analytics firm Sansement names three key catalysts, which will kick off the next crypto bull market. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, Logan Paul threatens to sue CoffeeZilla over CryptoZoo scam allegations. That's right. The YouTube boxer Logan Paul, who is spearheading the crypto zoo NFT project, has accused CoffeeZilla of publishing defamation about him and his project. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts. This is pod episode number 1154. I'm your host, JV. Today is January 5th, 2023. Let's get it. Checking out the overall crypto market here. We can see Bitcoin is up a half a percent for the day, trading at around 17,000 at the time of this recording, just under. We have Ether barely in the red, but still hovering above 1,250 bucks. Binance Coin up a half a percent, trading at $258, while Litecoin, XRP, Cardano, Polkadot, and Solana all correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we can see the current crypto market cap sitting at $819 billion and still on the rise with about $31 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Current Bitcoin dominance on the decline at 39.6% with the Ether dominance at 18.7%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Helium leading the pack up 8% for the day, trading at $1.81. Followed by Kava, up 7%, trading just under $0.66. Cents. Followed by eCash, up almost 7%, trading at 0. .00002. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, a sea of green, which I love to see. This is long overdue after the carnage we have witnessed in the altcoin market in the recent weeks. Lido Dow leading the pack, up about 42%. And Solana, up a whopping 40%, along with Bit, up over 
25%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, shows we're currently rated a 29 in fear, the same as yesterday. Last week, a 28, and last month, a 25 in extreme fear. So there you have it. And welcome everyone tuning in to today's live show. Let's dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what's happening. Bitcoin traders are desperate for a fresh Bitcoin price volatility, but opinions are divergent on when it will come. Bitcoin's currently seeing some of the least volatile conditions in its history, according to the most recent price metrics. Since the FTX crisis, Bitcoin has settled into a historically narrow trading range, which refuses to budge. That's right. Despite the macro triggers, low volume holiday trading and a yearly candle close, Bitcoin price action has stuck rigidly to a zone focused on $17,000. This is the least volatile period in the history of the Bitcoin historical volatility index. And other data likewise shows that such sideways behavior is extremely rare. Two months after FTX, traders and analysts alike are hotly debating when the breakout will come for the king crypto and in which direction it will go. A big move is brewing for Bitcoin. Coins says Charles Edwards, founder and CEO of Asset Manager, Capriole Investments, as he shared here, January 5th. Bitcoin is currently trading at a major low in volatility. Generally, when Bitcoin breaks out of extremely low volatility, the ensuing trend tends to last. Don't fight the trend on the next major move. And this chart shows the 30-day annualized standard deviation of Bitcoin volatility. This now at low seen only a handful of times over the past five years. That's right. History in the making and equally convinced that the status quo will break is Wolf of All Street's podcast host, Scott Melker, who this week flagged that he described as the tightest Bollinger Bands he has ever seen on the daily Bitcoin chart. The Bollinger Bands are a classic volatility indicator in action since the 1980s. They likewise use standard deviation to determine the upper and lower bounds of the price action within a defined period, and multiple use cases arise, including the ability to assess comparatively volatile or non-volatile price action, as well as associated entry and exit points. Currently, the two bands are squeezed around the central moving average on Bitcoin, according to data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView, showing the assumptions that volatility should now ensue. Now, for creator John Bollinger, however, the length of the squeeze is not necessarily pertinent to the timing or the strength of the future volatility. Uh, quoting Melker here, in my experience, prolonged squeezes are rarely valuable signals. I prefer squeeze and go in his response actually to Scott Melker. And as reported, meanwhile, there is no shortage of bearish Bitcoin price predictions in force for the start of 2023. Various warnings have cautioned hodlers over what may be to come, including a drop to $10,000 or even lower in quarter one. That's right. Standard Chartered had come out predicting a low for the king crypto of $5,000 target for 2023. Let me know if you feel that can be a potential target for the king crypto. Let me know in the comments right down below. And checking out this tweet, breaking news that Macau Van Pop shares, BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager in the world, officially adds Bitcoin to its list of assets for its global allocation fund, meaning it is far from dead. You can say that again. And again, welcome to everyone just tuning in to today's live show. Next, we're going to be discussing Binance US and their acquisition of Voyager, which has been declined by regulators. Interestingly enough, the United States SEC has filed a limited objection to the crypto exchange Binance US's proposed $1 billion takeover of the bankrupt crypto lender Voyager Digital, citing a lack of necessary info. The limited objection was filed January 
January 4th, yesterday, with the SEC pointing to a lack of detail regarding the Binance U.S.'s ability to fund the acquisition, what Binance U.S. operations would look like following the deal, and how customer assets will be secured during and after the transaction. Now, a limited objection is similar to a normal objection, but only applies to a specific part of the proceedings. Additionally, the regulator wants Voyager to provide more detail on what could happen should the transaction not be uh, consummated by April 18th. And in its filing, the SEC said it had already communicated its concerns with Voyager, and the lender intends to file a revised disclosure statement prior to the hearing on the matter. Some commentators interpreted the objection as the SEC, suggesting Binance U.S. would not be able to afford the acquisition without some on-toward dealing, such as receiving funds from Binance's global entity, as pointed out here by Adam Cochran. SEC basically objecting on the grounds that Binance U.S. couldn't have the size of assets without some on-toward dealing, likely with parent co, which would mean a commingling of the U.S. entity. So if Binance fights it, they risk U.S. exposure. While the Binance CEO CZ has publicly stated that Binance U.S. was a fully independent entity, an October 17th Reuters report allegedly that the U.S. entity acts more like a de facto subsidiary that was created to insulate Binance from U.S. regulators. In response, CZ argued in an October 17th blog post that Binance was committed to complying with regulators, that the author of the article was reporting in a biased manner and had used presentation provided by an external consultant that was never implemented. Now, Voyager announced on December 19th it had agreed to Binance US's bid to acquire its assets in a deal worth $1.022 billion in total. The lender noted in a press release that the bid was the highest and best bid for its assets, which would maximize the value returned to customers and creditors on the expedited timeframe. However, if the regulators don't approve it, that means the investors are unlikely to receive any of their funds back. So SEC, what in the world are you doing? Voyager announced September 27th that FTX US had won the auction for its assets with an offer of $1.4 billion, which would have seen customers recover 72% of their frozen crypto, a deal which has since falling through. I personally would love to see 74% of you who lost your money with them receive your funds back, but it seems like the regulators are doing anything and everything except protecting investors like you and I. It's a damn shame if you're to ask me, but now let's break down our next story of the day, and that is the $460 million shares that FTX's Sam Bankman-Fried owns and Robinhood being confiscated. Let's check it out, shall we? The United States DOJ had reportedly seized or was in the process is seizing more than $400 million worth of Robinhood shares linked to FTX as part of the case against the crypto exchange. According to a January 4th report from Reuters, U.S. officials told a judge they were in the process of seizing assets tied to FTX and its former CEO, Scam Bankman Freed, which included 56 million shares of Robinhood worth roughly $468 million at the time of this recording. The report comes the day after the judge in the criminal case against SBF ordered him not to access or transfer any crypto or assets from FTX or Alameda, shouldn't that be a given? Like you literally have to warn him after all of the shenanigans we have witnessed. Now, amid FTX's bankruptcy proceedings, control of the Robinhood shares has been under contention as many investors and creditors look to be made whole. BlockFi, SBF, and FTX creditor Jonathan Ben Shimon have all state claims to the assets in a federal court on January 3rd, as we all know. <clears throat> 
SBF pleaded not guilty to eight criminal counts, including wire fraud, securities fraud, and violations of campaign finance laws. He also previously denied moving funds from Alameda, saying he no longer had access to the wallets since stepping down as CEO in November. Sure thing, Sammy. Whatever you say, buddy. The former FTX CEO has been under house arrest at his parents' home in California since December, but has been allowed to travel for approved reasons, including showing up in court in Manhattan, New York. His trial date has been set for October 2nd, which ultimately means he has nine more months of freedom under house arrest at his parents' home until the trial begins. What do you think is likely to take place out of all of this? Do you think SBF will serve any serious prison time, or do you think he'll be let off scot-free as he has already pleaded not guilty? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's discuss this $100 million fine that Coinbase has to pay or has paid to uh, the SEC as they continue shaking down uh, exchanges. The New York State Department of Financial Services has reached an agreement with Coinbase following an investigation into the crypto exchanges compliance program. In a January 4th announcement, the NYDIFs has said Coinbase will pay a $50 million fine in response to violations of New York's financial services and banking laws, as well as invest $50 million to correct its compliance program. According to the financial regulator, the crypto exchange had many compliance deficiencies related to anti-money laundering requirements. The NYDFS has reported issues with Coinbase's process for onboarding users and monitoring transactions. Coinbase has acknowledged its failures in this respect to the department, they said. Furthermore, certain of these issues have been known to Coinbase since at least 2008, flagged through both internal assessments and external reviews, including examinations conducted by the department. Although Coinbase has worked to correct these issues, its progress has been slow. Progress in certain areas did not occur until recently and work remains outstanding to the present. New York regulators report that Coinbase allowed customers to open accounts without conducting sufficient background checks, a violation of AML requirements under the state's licensing regime. And according to the regulator, the growth in the number of users at the crypto exchange had contributed to a failure to keep up pace with monitoring suspicious transactions, citing a backlog of more than 100,000 alerts. Could you imagine? That's wild. We're proud of our commitment to compliance, but we're also willing to acknowledge where we have fallen short, including by paying penalties and working hard to fix the issues, as pointed out right here. Now, check it. The NYDF has been requiring crypto firms to obtain a bit license in order to operate in the state since 2015. Coinbase first received this license in 2017, and policymakers have imposed different requirements on the crypto exchange and others under the regulatory regime since its inception, including annual assessment fees and pushes to abandon the program entirely. So there you have it. Do you think the SEC will continue shaking down other major centralized exchanges this year in 2023, such as Binance? and CZ. Let me know in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss some bull run catalysts as per Santiment Analytics. A massive shout out to Ant, uh, Santiment. I'm going to be on their live show on YouTube tomorrow. And I'm also planning on bringing uh, Philip Swift here on the show as well to discuss some uh, technical analysis. So if you're excited to see that, let me know in the comments below. Crypto analytics firm Santiment is breaking down what catalyst will launch the next digital asset. Bull run. Send it. Let's go. Santiment notes in a new analysis that when the markets take off, social media discussions about crypto assets tend to be more focused on Bitcoin than they currently are. The analytics firm says that one-sixth to one-eighth of crypto asset discussions have centered on Bitcoin in the second half of 2022. But that number is typically one-fifth an ideal 
market conditions. Now explain sentiment and illustrated in the chart, which is right here on your screen. They go to share. Let's look to see when trader interest in Bitcoin begins to hover consistently above this break-even line. Once again, this signal, along with a bit of distrust in exchanges, dissipating as the time goes by and hopefully justice is served against the former FTX founders should be a recipe for a rebound as we head into a new year with Bitcoin trading at roughly 17,000 at the time of this recording. The top ranked crypto asset is down more than 75% from its all-time high of $69,000, which it hit in November of 2021. Sentiment notes that 2022 represented the accumulation year in Bitcoin's four-year cycle, quitting them here, 2014, 2018, and 2022 were all historically bad years during the now 14 years of Bitcoin's existence. That's right. Recently, we just celebrated the 14-year anniversary of the King Crypto, and it is no coincidence that they all come together after great ultra-bullish years that established new all-time highs, which we witnessed in 2013, 2017, and 2021, though not a perfect alpha barometer of predicting whether prices will be going up or down. The pattern of Every four years, seeing a euphoric stage followed by a fearful profit-taking phase has become fairly predictable. Ain't telling no lies. Let me know how many of you are currently bullish versus bearish for the King Crypto heading into the next halving next year into 2024. And I also agree with sentiment. There are a lot of analytics out there right now to show us that this bear season is close to its end as we start to ascend into our next parabolic rally for the King Crypto. And I like that the year following the halving, I mean, this has been like clockwork. And if uh, history doesn't repeat, it often does tend to rhyme that the year following the halving is when we reach the all-time high of the four-year halving cycle. I'm expecting nothing different, but hey, anything is possible. Let me know your expectations in the comments right down below. Now for the moment we have all been waiting for, Logan Paul who is the founder who released a crypto zoo, which was a crypto NFT project, which allegedly scammed lots of investors. CoffeeZilla called him out, created a three-part documentary series, released it on his YouTube channel. Now, Logan Paul recently came out in his most recent episode of Impulsive and also released a response video to the claims from CoffeeZilla. YouTuber Logan Paul has threatened to sue fellow YouTuber and internet detective CoffeeZilla for defamation after he accused Paul crypto zoo nft project of being a scam how many of you have heard of crypto zoo let me know in the comments below the two have been battling back and forth on social media and youtube videos ever since december 17th when steven also known as coffeezilla launched the first of a three-part video series attacking crypto zoo and paul who was the face of the project how many of you watched that three-part series by coffeezilla it was very good let me know in the comments crypto zoo was supposed to be a fun blockchain game that can earn you money but millions of dollars of investor money later, things are still broken, he said. And in his most recent response, Logan Paul published a YouTube video on January 4th accusing the internet detective of having led the charge to drive and monetize a narrative telling millions of people that I'm a fraud or that I tried to scam my audience. Now, he also accused CoffeeZilla of having done so without verifying any background information or substantiating any evidence, adding that he took multiple criminals' words as truth and broke laws. You still publish the defamation, adding, I will see you in court. Now, CryptoZoo is an NFT game with the premise of allowing zookeepers to buy NFT eggs using the game's native token zoo. These eggs would then be hatched into animals that can be bred and to create hybrid animals. The hybrids were intended to be tradable and 
and provide zookeepers with zoo with Paul describing the project in an August 21st, 2021 podcast as a really fun game that makes you money. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, additionally, Paul had suggested the art of the game would be handmade by 10 different artists over six months. However, the hybrids, the focus of the September 11th, 2021 video from CoffeeZilla, in which he described the images as a bunch of stock photos from Adobe that had been poorly Photoshop. You can't make this stuff up, folks. However, the CryptoZoo blog had not published any new content since April 20th, thinking leading most investors to believe they have been scammed. I mean, I would too if nothing was updated in literally that long, promoting some to believe that the development of the project has halted. And during CoffeeZilla's three-part series about CryptoZoo, the YouTuber interviewed purported investors of the project. One investor who claimed to be still holding eggs called on the CryptoZoo team to reimburse those loyal fans or they would try to rebuild the project. However, in his latest video, Paul said they will continue to build CryptoZoo, sharing a teaser stating it was coming in 2023, 2024. Four, quoting him here, trust me, CryptoZoo is coming. I will make damn sure of it. However, CoffeeZilla has continued to question the authenticity of these claims as he shares on Twitter. Fear not CryptoZoo holders who spent millions in 2021. The basic game might be delivered in 2023, 2024, and definitely not because I made a video series about it. Well, yeah, of course not. <laughs> Meanwhile, both Paul and Coffee have called on each other to discuss the matter on their respective platforms. Both denied, and I doubt they ever do. According to Coin Market Cap, the Zoo token plummeted by 99.5% over the past year, despite some recent gains within the last week following the recent media attention. And let's not forget that Logan Paul also promoted Dink Doink. Dink, prior to launching CryptoZoo, Dink Doink was also lambasted by CoffeeZilla in a July 12, 2021 video. While, to say the least. So there you have it. That's the latest drama between CoffeeZilla and Logan Paul. How do you feel this is likely to play out? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.